smooth jazz on W slightly FM. But it's probably still too loud for you, right? Yeah, it's kind of loud. Yeah. Yeah. One of these days, I'm already in Podbean now. Oh, yeah. Hell, we, Lady Me uh, was dropping some love already in our test. I'm like, uh, just, just hold <laughs> no, on, right. my goodness. Hey, we're, we're probably going to end the, the month in the top 20 anyways. Well, that would be cool. Uh, Sarmenti's in the room and BP. What is going on, BP, Sarmenti? We have about a minute when, and a half. Before well, when Pertwee enters the Podbean chat and he automatically goes on call, he's got immediately mute. Yes. And you've got the call-in turned off. Oh, not yet. I better do that. Well, actually, I should I should just accept their call, and then and then, and then I can drop them. That way I get the points. <laughs> 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 well, if, if they want to call in, they've got to dial 702-708-2855, or they can call in through the Airtime app, or they can call in through the Discord server. Oh, Come on, you let them. You gotta let them call on through uh, Podbean just to get the uh, what is it called the uh, the hearts. engagement? Yeah, engagement. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Hey, hey, Bert, did anybody ever get back to you from Podbean? Back to me. I texted you. You did. Did you see that yet? Oh no, I have not. They said we don't... Hey, Q Bella K just asked. Yeah, they did, you did but I'm waiting for their next level. What's that? Um, Kate asked in the chat, did you break Podbean? <laughs> oh, I, there's, there's, uh, there's definitely something I'd love to break Podbean on. Hmm. <laughs> Podbean said I need to get on to the next level first before they help me. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I know. I love those people at Podbean. You know, if my name was... It's like a pyramid scheme. If my name was Bards, if it... The issues would be resolved. Birds. Birds, yeah. <laughs> Hi, the Democratic Kyle. Serpent oh, of Sin. I saw, Hi, Cubella. I saw where Jeremy tweeted something about Arizona today, and Twitter immediately deleted it. Oh, yeah. That, that's, uh, that's I imagine right. if he calls in, he'll, he'll probably tell you all about it. <laughs> I'm sure they will. All right, we're going to get things started here. Right about now. Southern California. It's the Slightly Serious Show. The Slightly Serious Show. The furthest thing from serious. And now, here is your host, Slightly, along with co-host Eric from Georgia. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another fun-filled adventure here at the Slightly Serious Show. Yes, I know. Calm down, folks. Anyways, it's, uh, hell, it's Monday. It's June 28th. We're a week away for something that you all get to enjoy that's long. And you're going to party hard, long and hard, this coming weekend to celebrate July 4th. Our Independence Day, as my dog sits here whining. I don't know if you hear her, but she's not very happy. She's got enough food. Anyways, I hope everybody had a fantastic weekend. Um, oh, I know what I was missing. Over the weekend, as you know, Friday night, we did a uh, an episode that was, you know, pretty uh, ahead of schedule. I think we went on around 4.30. 
And, well, I had uh, a, a dinner party. I don't know. I got to get to, uh, you know, meet with different politicians and whatnot. I got to see the gay mayor of San Diego. You know, that that one who, well, before I spoil it, I mean, he did a little little speech. You know, we saw him last year. And, uh, you know, it was election season, so he was begging. Anyways, he got up there. And I swear to not, the guy was talking about how he cares about San Diegans and how he cares about the homeless. And I'm thinking, oh, you mean the homeless that you kicked out of the convention center to put migrant children in? Yeah, that those. Mm, uh-huh. Like I said, I was on my best behavior. I, I kept it cool. I didn't say a word. I was good. I was a good boy. Yeah, unlike my my dog right now. She's not being a very good girl. But anyways, um, I wanted to point that out. And I don't know. It's just one of those things that it's, I, I hate politicians. I really do. I don't care if they're Democrats, if they're Republicans. Say what you mean. It's just kind of like myself. I know there's a lot of people out there that don't agree with, hell, most of the things I say, maybe. Even some of the things. But at least, you know what? Like our former president, at least I tell you what's on my mind. You don't have to agree with it. And uh, over the weekend, I listened to a show. It was actually last night. I don't remember. I don't recall her name. Uh, I know the one of the uh, hosts from The Other Ground Live, I think El Carpe, he was in that show last night. And uh, he was actually on the panel uh, discussing the issue of Black Lives Matter. And uh, I don't know. We had a conversation. I think the host of the show, I don't know her name. I did email her or added her to the Twitter Twitter. But her and I have a big-time disagreement. She's all about that folks in society need to be educated about how bad white people are and you know how terrible it is for the black community and stuff like that. As, as you guys know, you know, no matter what, like what has happened hundreds of years ago, you have to get, you have to move forward. I'm not saying forget about what happened, but you Today, people in society, they want CRT. They want the white kids to say how bad they feel because of what happened to the their friends' ancestors and stuff like that many, many years ago. We don't need to educate people on how bad they are or how bad their ancestors were. Let's live in the here and the now. You know, as things advance where they want CRT, all they want is... More, they, they're they trying to shift society into communism. I mean, think about it. What is the agenda of CRT? What is the, what is the agenda that politicians have been stoking lately? Redistribution of wealth, right? I mean, we've talked about many examples on our show over the past months. We've talked about universal basic income. You know, recall the qualifiers, must be minority, must be female. There's many other things out there. And now they want CRT in classrooms all around the United States. I'm all about education, educating people of the history of this country and bringing up bad things that might have happened in addition to the good things. That's education. But when you're telling people that they should have certain emotions because of what happened. I don't think that's really relevant 
What's relevant is that our children and our members of society today treat each other with respect, regardless of who the other person is. You as an American have a right to like or dislike anybody for any which reason you, you have. I'm not here to tell you you can't, neither should your government. That doesn't mean you should be disrespectful or hating on somebody because of that. You don't like it, stay the fuck away from them. Simple as that. It's kind of like, you know how if you have an allergic reaction to nuts and, uh, you know, no, I'm not talking about those nuts. But if you have allergic reactions to things, you don't fucking go near them, right? You don't eat them. You don't like people? Then stay the hell away from them. Be respectful of them, though. If you don't like a certain job, if you don't like how much money the job pays, don't work the damn job. It's simple. It's easy. What is bitching and complaining and saying, poor me, poor me, going to do? Not a damn thing. And it's one of those things to... You know, yes, racism exists, and I've said many, many times how the media, politicians, they utilize it. They manipulate members of society to advance an agenda. Like right now, the unfortunate incident that happened in Florida with the the hotel that fell to the ground, and over 100-plus people are still missing. It's a very, very sad situation. But right now... You know, the saddest part is, is government officials are probably trying to come up with a motive and trying to forward an agenda because of it. You know, it's a big misconception that most of your politicians out there give two shits about us because they don't. They care about themselves, their pocketbooks, and the most important thing is that their party continues to succeed. That's it. Otherwise, they'd look at opportunities to advance agendas. And the thing that people in this country need to do is wake the hell up, live in the now, the today. Because you know what? Nothing that happened over 100 years ago has any damn thing to do with any single individual living today. You are not owed anything. You earn what you deserve is what you earn. And instead, you know, there's many, many people that came from bad neighborhoods in our society. They came from single-family homes, single-parent homes. But the difference is, is the, the people that went on to be successful, they didn't make themselves the victim. Society has a plethora of victims today. And those are the ones that are ruining this country. Those are the ones that have the ear of the politicians. Those are the ones that are going to ultimately doom this country if people don't wake up and stand up for what's right. Anywho, I'll digress. Another thing over the weekend, when I went to that, uh, when I went over to uh, that fantastic dinner, which they had lovely cocktails, by the way. It was very good. Cigars, 
cocktails, what more can you ask for? But anyways, there's this one city council member. I guess you could say there was one bad thing that I did. Okay. So, and, and I was looking for the uh, business card so I could show it to you guys. I do have it around here somewhere. But anyways, it would probably be doxing him, which wouldn't be cool. But anyways, so I get introduced to a lot of the city council people, you know, new people that are coming onto the board and stuff like that. And I meet this one council member of the third district and such and such. And, you know, I, I always read the business card and you'll never believe, well, you might believe in today's society what was underneath his name. So it has the gentleman's name, has the district that he represents. And then underneath that, guess, you want to guess, I'll, actually, Eric, I'll, I'll let you guess what it said underneath that. What do you think it said underneath the district where he uh, represents? Do you have any any guesses? Mm, can't can't think right offhand. No, uh, Per. What about you? Do you have any guesses of what it might have said? Uh, LGBTQRSTUV friendly. Oh, so you're 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 that close, Pert. Underneath it, it said oh, his, him, and fuck, I forget the third one. <laughs> it uh, really said that. Fuck, I forget the third one, so he doesn't no. know it either. <laughs> No, but it had it, it basically had the three pronouns uh, that uh, I oh guess you're God. allowed to call him. Yeah, and the bad thing that I did is I basically I looked at the card and I just walked away after I shook his hand. And I'm like, yeah. I but what it. happens if you don't abide by those rules and you slip up and call her, whatever a him or her? Or his, I don't, I don't know. Um, Maybe that was the third one. Whatever. <laughs> It, it could be. I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh-oh. It looks like um, Mike from Tampa Bay is calling. What is going on there, Mike? How are you? Mike? Mike, can you hear us? Oh, hold on. I Hold on, Mike. I got to do this. Now you should be on, Mike. What is going on, buddy? Oh, no, Mike. Just wanted to call and listen. Oh, Okay. So yeah, it was uh, it was it's very crazy. Uh, basically, how it had his, him, and whatever it was, the third one. Uh, that's the first time I've seen it on a politician's business card, and it really disturbed me. To be honest with you, it really did. I mean, if you cannot tell the fucking gender of a guy with their name on his business card, I, I, I mean, I don't know. I I don't know what I would. Did he have a Mastercard that identified? Did he have a what? Well, did he have one of the new transgender MasterCards? Then you would have known. <laughs> I didn't ask for the MasterCard. I should have, though, I guess. But I, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe I would have been more surprised if I was shaking his hand and I looked at the business card and said, uh, her, I don't know. what. I don't even know all the, you know, I'm, I'm gay and I don't even know all the letters of the alphabet in LGBTQ, I don't know, you know the rest of them. So I don't know what I would have been surprised if I would have been more surprised if it said uh, her, she, and there, or him, her, and her. I don't know. Uh, I'm sorry. What did it say on his card? So it has it has the uh, basically the city councilman. It has the district that he represents, and then underneath of that, it has his pronouns. And, and uh, his pronouns was his, him, and there was one other one, but I'm, I I can't remember what it was. Oh God, I was. <clears throat> I'm, I'm going to look for it right now, so I don't know. I, I think I have it here somewhere. 
That's crazy. No, you're getting it. Oh, cool. Oh yeah, I yeah. have it. I, it's right here. Just oh, just, you're gonna show it. Oh yeah. Well, he's. You know what, Eric? There's no. Like, there's no such things as doxing when you are a representative of the of the public. Don't don't show it yet. If you guys want to see this, go to D Live. Slightly serious on D Live. It's uh, in the beans for me and Eric. You want yes. to see it exclusive. And I now <laughs> I'll tell you the guy's name as well. He is the council president pro tempore of the third district here in the city of San Diego. Uh, and it, 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 he seemed like a very nice guy. I, I'm not talking bad about the gentleman whatsoever. I think uh, the pronouns is a little too much. I'm just saying. I mean, maybe I should have got uh, Todd Gloria's uh, business card to see if it says the gay mayor because he loves to be known as the gay mayor. Uh, but here's here's the card. We're going to show it to you guys here. Uh, hopefully it will go into focus for you. Um, uh-huh. Come on, little guy. That's your credit card. Oh, okay. <laughs> so there you see, right there. It's underneath. It says his, him, and he. Oh. Boy. So I mean, I I mean, like I said, I, I mean, I think I could have, <laughs> I think I could have figured that out by meeting the guy. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> So is it really necessary? I mean, no. if I mean if if it was going to be her, I guess it would be what her. I don't know. She. And I don't it, know what the third one would be, but I don't know. Um, then then yeah, maybe yeah. it might be appropriate because I you know by meeting uh, her, even though it's the name of a he, it would be better to know on the business card that it was a she or a her or. I don't know. You just toss it. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. You just threw the card over your head like that. Yeah, you know, David Letterman used to throw shit out the window. I just throw him, throw him behind the computer. But anyways, that was uh, pretty much uh, the uh, evening's festivities uh, for the. Uh, basically, it was uh, a an event uh, that was put on by the Neighborhood Market Association, and of course, you know, every little, uh, you know, everybody has their own little political groups and stuff like that and advocacy type things so i went to that they always love me to go go to see all of that and because they know i love to talk to people and all that kind of fun stuff but it was uh the dinner was good the drinks were f- flowing uh hosted bar so i can't complain about that and uh then over the weekend did a little shopping i went to uh where do we go we went to this one place called Claim Jumpers. I don't know if anybody's heard of uh, a restaurant called Claim Jumpers. But they have this, uh, they call it a tomahawk steak. It's like a hundred bucks. And uh, a former uh, business partner of mine, and uh, we all got together and had those over the weekend. So that was, that was very exciting and had some cocktails. And then last night we went to the this place down at what's called Liberty Station. It's uh, really, really close to a military base. And uh, we went to a place called Corvette Diner, which is like a, I don't know, 50s or 60s style diner. So that was that was pretty fun. Uh, Big Sexy actually had beer. He's never had beer. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was root beer, but it did have alcohol in it. It had, uh, I think the, the brand was called, the brand was called Not Your Dad's Root Beer or something like that. And it's like 6 or 7% alcohol. So... 
Yeah, it was pretty good. I had a good time. Jeremy says, I got a good story that I can't talk about right now. You're going to see my little town on national news within two months. What? Um, I think Jeremy's going to go. Good. I think Jeremy's going to be streaking soon. <laughs> yeah, finally. I can't wait. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, why didn't Dick actually take a picture of uh, his beer and, like, you know, he does with his food? You know, I was thinking about it. <laughs> I was thinking about, you know, people with beards and stuff like that. As you, they grow it, grow them out. I, I would assume it's a pain in the ass when you're eating because you get shit stuck into it. And I don't think I would like that very much. I don't know. You did kill it earlier. Jeremy had, uh, he was going off early. He, uh, I, I was, I was very impressed. I, I, I must say, if you hadn't uh, heard him go off earlier this afternoon, make sure you check it out. Um, I think there's like even a one minute clip on tw the Twitter, Twitter. And, uh, it's very inspiring. I, I, I really enjoyed it. Anyways, uh, Producer Eric, Mr. Pert, how the hell was your weekend? Uh, you know, you have a, a very long weekend coming up. But anybody do anything? Well, um, I finally came home from my fir first week of house sitting on Saturday, but I'm going to be um, back house sitting again for another week starting tomorrow tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow evening. Um, that's how I'm going to spend my 4th of July Um you know, with in the company of two chihuahuas, the, a beta fish and a bearded dragon. Yeah. Did, did, did you get the dog any Taco Bell? Yo quiero Taco Bell. <laughs> no. Mm. <laughs> sure, and Roxy um, um, aren't allowed to have people food. Oh, sad face. And uh, Perd, <laughs> how was your weekend? Did you have a nice weekend with uh, the bee of the honey? We had a very good weekend. We, uh, <laughs> yes, we had a good weekend. She made a gesture. I am sorry. I lost it. Oh my! It wasn't. It wasn't a Netflix and chill gesture, was it? It could have been. Oh, it okay. could have been. Depends go. on what uh, generation you are. There you go. That's good. Uh, do I want to talk about <laughs> Pfizer paying almost five billion dollars in penalties since two thousand? Yeah, we can talk about that. Oh wow. <laughs> That uh, definitely would be something Damn. to talk about. Yeah, wow. I, I think my big job, aside from keeping tabs on uh, what's going on uh, this coming week at work, I need to find a dog sitter. That way we can get away and have a nice anniversary without a dog. But the Send it FedEx. I'll watch your dog. <laughs> I, <laughs> just as long as they don't use Delta Airlines. <laughs> Delta Airlines doesn't take care of your pooch very well. Uh, but anyways, we'll see. We we might have uh, – usually we'll, we'll uh, have one of the employees watch the, the kiddo, but then it gets expensive. It's like 50 to to $100 a day. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Jeremy, if you did want to talk about it, uh, we would have – you'd have to call me on the on the uh, like, telephone line. Like this – yeah, the st studio number, 702-708-2855 or – or if you're on, like, the Discord server. Yeah, there's the Discord for those of you uh, Podbeaners uh, that are watching, uh, listening live and stuff like that. Uh, oh, my God. Um, you know what? It's telling me to upgrade my Zoom account. It says my shit's going to end in 10 minutes. Unbelievable. All right. Well, 10 minutes? Yeah, I guess you only get 40 minutes, I guess. I don't know what's going on. Sounds like on. a scam. No, um, it's not. But... Um, 
you're you you pay for that account for for work purposes too, I believe. No, that uh, that is uh, that I usually use uh, Lady Me's. So, but I'll I'm gonna go ahead and take care of it. Uh, one second, Mike. We'll be right back with you. Call from coming. No, yeah. What is going on, Jeremy? Jeremy, how are you, my friend? Hey, do you really need to upgrade your Zoom account? Um, I don't have to. I mean, I have Lady Me's, but I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna just do it anyways. Uh, it's only at least for the month. I'll do uh, a month worth. Hopefully, until we can get these technical issues with Pod being re- resolved in the best way we can, or if, hopefully, this doesn't wind up having to become permanent. So, anyways, uh, tell me a little bit about uh, Pfizer and paying five billion dollars. Is that is that true, Jeremy? I think he's still there. Hold on, Jeremy, you still there? Oh, uh, hold on. Yeah, he he there. Sorry about that. Go ahead, Jeremy. Yeah, Pfizer paid almost five billion. They paid four billion six hundred ninety-nine million eight hundred thirty-three thousand six hundred twenty-four dollars. I think is the exact number in fines since the year two thousand. Unbelievable. And who are they paying wow. all that all this money to? Uh. All you have to do is go to Google. I know you don't want to, but or DuckDuckGo or whatever. But uh, type in Pfizer uh, Pfizer penalties uh, paid since 2000, and there'll be a list where Illinois has got them, the Department of Justice has got them, uh, and they tell you what it's for. It's for, uh, I mean, it's for false advertising. Uh, they paid a two billion dollar settlement in 2009. I mean, they paid one of the they paid the largest uh, settlement for a drug ever. Really? I mean, they this company like when you start looking into these vaccines and to these companies making these vaccines, it I I don't want to accuse nobody of anything. I'm just using this for comparison, but it almost sort of looks like how uh, you remember when Obama decided to bail out the bank? Yeah. It almost seems like that virus might be a bailout. Oh wow! Hmm. Well, it it, it could be. I mean, I would I wouldn't put it past the government. That is for sure. And then you know, we also have the the uh, Food and Drug Administration basically coming out and giving uh, you know for the first time, even though we've already known about it, uh, warnings about people taking vaccines because of uh, heart problems. Oh yeah, the Delta or uh, the uh, the FDA got uh, Pfizer for many penalties on there. Man, they they got them a lot. Uh, the DOJ got them the most, though. The Department of Justice got them a lot. Well, I have I still have a hard time understanding how it is that you know the California you know Department of Public Health and everybody else can continue to say. That these vaccines, quote unquote, even though we all know that they're not freaking vaccines, they're shots. Mm-hmm. How they how they can be considered safe when the FDA is officially saying, uh, "Be careful, there could be heart problems." How how is that how is that right? I mean, uh, you know, myocarditis. It, I think is how you pronounce it. 
I mean, would it be okay that, you know, uh, the USDA allow uh, beef that's bad? Oh, you know, out of uh, millions of pounds of beef, only, only, you know, a couple thousand have died. It's okay. It's safe. I don't think the USDA would allow that. Am I wrong? No, and I don't think the, I don't think the FDA, this is, this is what people keep getting confused. This is why there's a new variant. It's called the Delta. Like, like these people, like they don't even hide it anymore. Like, slightly think about this. How long has the flu been around? Uh, as as long as I I've been alive, I'm sure. Okay. So how long how how long has it taken for the flu? How long uh, how long have you been alive? Forty three years. You've been alive forty three years. How old were you when the bird flu came around? Oh my god! Um, I had to get what, back to about you. 30, 35? <sighs> something like that. Yes, thirty, thirty-five, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. All right, now think about that. It took the it took the flu that many years to have a variant of the flu. But you're telling me this virus can mutate out of nowhere? I mean, what is this? The Incredible Hulk virus? It's. I mean, uh, yeah. this thing, and they and they gave it they gave it away, Kane. Because if you go and read this article by CNN, if you type in the Delta variant, mm-hmm. they say that this this new variant is going to affect guess where? Where it's at? going to affect the South? Really? And guess where the guess what guess yeah guess where they they say this is going to happen in the South? They already know that this thing's headed for the South. And how, like, how, do, I mean, like how, how do they know it's going to just be in the South? I, they, they, because I think they're putting it there. Because guess what we call the Mississippi? Uh, the Mississippi? Guess what, guess what they call, what they call part of the, the Mississippi, Mississippi Delta. Is Eric right? called the Delta variant. Wow, way to go there, uh, Producer Eric. Jeremy, but, I, I've heard that term, CNN. Mississippi Delta. Jeremy knows what I'm talking about. Jeremy, did you see CNN reported it? Yeah, CNN put an article. I was reading it earlier. It was about the Delta variant, and it said that it was going to affect Arkansas, Alabama, Mississippi, Florida, Tennessee, and then it said, well, it may get Montana, too. Is the source credible? Especially, I'm, No, I'm just saying it's CNN. The guy was the USDA director, or not, not the USDA director. He was a... He was the head of the FDA under Barack Obama. Huh. Well, that'll be interesting to find out. I mean, out. If, if, if this new variant hits the southern states, it's biological warfare is all it is. I don't care what they say. If it just hits the southern states and California is still wide open, New York still wide open, and everybody's dying in the streets in the south, that's biological warfare. That's not. That's not a virus. It's not a virus. It's biological warfare is what it is. And I, I, I just don't get this. Like, that's what I was screaming about earlier. Pert, we was asking me if I published that episode yet. And yeah, I published it. But, dude, that's why I went off like I did. Because when I seen that they named that the Delta, the, the Delta variant, and then I seen they were talking about the South, and they said, oh, Mississippi. I was like, yeah, because the Mississippi Delta. Hmm. So I guess dude, I... I'm telling you, this is like this is playing. So, in other words, you're telling me don't move out of California. Stay here. <laughs> wow. 
I, that's, I don't know. You might be a sniper. I might. If worst come to worst, I'll just jump across the border. I'll uh, trade uh, trade lines with an uh, illegal immigrant. <laughs> I'll go, I'll go I, I understand what you're saying about the the geographical thing, but also you got to think. Delta is the fourth letter of the Greek alphabet, and haven't we already had supposedly, according to them, three other? Well, not three other, two others. So you had the original, then two other variants. Now this one. So maybe that's why they're calling it Delta. But I still couldn't explain. You know, if, if you're saying it's going to be re- released or it's going to flare up in those areas, I couldn't explain that part of it. Or I wonder. Or I wonder. Yeah. If, that... Or I wonder if they're going to have someone from India fly into the United into the United States on Delta. <laughs> I, I was thinking about Delta Airlines, and <laughs> and you know where Delta Airlines is based? That's based right here in Atlanta. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's where their global headquarters it, is. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. sense. It, like, I mean, viruses are contingent on seasons. Like, you got the flu virus season, and then contingent upon the the, the uh, conditions of the environment. Um, maybe people are more together, and they are more likely to spread it. But like, you know, flu season has a season because it's it's uh it's the like it's colder outside. The molecules don't go as fast, and it's more likely to, for you to in, inhale the virus or catch it if you know airborne. But I don't know. It's just it's crazy what they're doing. That is kind of crazy. Well, well, we'll keep it an no eye out for that. I mean, is the is the uh, Delta even here in the United States yet? Yeah, they're saying they're saying that. I think it was some cases in California, actually. Oh boy, I thought and, you said uh, it was going to be in the South, not here. Yeah, but they saying that there was some cases in California, but it, 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 it James, it makes no sense. And now here it is, and you know why they're doing it. 2022 it's an election year they had to open the economies up and mm-hmm. now they're going to shut everything right back down they're going to cheat again I, I don't i mean that's just that's what this way these people are going to work and i mean i'm telling you i'm not going to be locked down again i'm not wearing no goddamn mask and i know i don't say that word a lot but i'm not i'm not wearing no goddamn mask i'm not putting up with this shit i'm not going to be locked in my fucking home over a virus if they want to fight about it by god let's fight I mean, because I, I, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I, I am not being locked down like that again. I'm not doing it. They're not stripping away to everybody's rights because this is bullshit. This, this is, this is not a, this is not a virus. This, I stand with you, Jeremy. I won't, I won't accept that crap either, bro. Period. No, I'm, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I, I'm not. I, it, it's not going to happen. Joe Biden can fuck off. I mean, it, that's just the way it's going to be. Yeah, no, it's no, I I hear you, I feel you, and uh, the, my question my question is, who do you pinpoint that? I mean, is it just? I mean, we all know where COVID nineteen right there. We don't even know who the heck this is. Well, COVID nineteen, we all we all know COVID nineteen was a, a man made manufactured out of Wuhan. We know that, but the question mm-hmm. remains. How many other countries knew about this ahead of time? Who else is involved knowingly? That's what I want to know. Klaus Schwab. Who? Klaus Schwab and the World Health Organization was involved because all of a sudden, all of a sudden, they've got a big, they got a big, great plan about the about the Great Reset. The World Economic Forum comes out with a big, great plan about the Great Reset. They were involved in this shit. They were involved in it. This is why this is why JFK wanted to get the United. This is why JFK wanted to do away with the Fed. He wanted to pull us out of the United Nations because that shit's a scam and it's there. It's there so 
so you've got these big bankers that they they're they're running the country. That's what they're doing. These people are shadow people. They talk about shadow presidents and they're talking about Obama and all that. Listen, Obama couldn't pull the strings on Biden the way he's pull, the way they're being pulled. There is a shadow government. There is a hundred percent a shadow government out there. Because when you see stuff like this happening and they're saying you're gonna take this vaccine and then you go on Moderna's website and they're talking about a a, a, a reality, a new reality that they could build with computers with mRNA technology, and then you got Elon Musk talking about putting a micro a microchip in people's brains, where oh, it'll just cure epilepsy. It's not like well, the thing's connected to Wi-Fi, so people could hack it, and you know everybody, you know, you could just be a <laughs> you take <laughs> well, put the microchip, and I mean, it, it sounds crazy. Yeah, it's that this this doesn't seem real. It doesn't seem real that this should even be because we called Alex Jones a nut job when he was saying this stuff, and here all it is right in front of us. Yeah, no, I hear you. I I I hear you on that, and uh, I like I said, it's just uh, I think we're at the we're at a uh, crossroads in in our country right now, and uh, it, it's all going to matter if people are just going to uh, take it or if they're going to stand up to it, and uh, I guess you know. We'll see what happens. I don't know. I'd rather be in a pine box and live under a communist regime. I'm right there with you. I will uh, die a free man. Either way, I promise yep. you. Yep. I, uh, All right, man. Well, I'm going to hop back down to the chat and listen for a little bit, and I appreciate you letting me call you. Thanks for calling in, Jeremy. I appreciate it, brother. All right, we're going to take a uh, short little timeout. Our first break of the night. You're listening to the Slightly Serious Show on a Monday. You've been listening to the Slightly Serious Podcast. If you haven't laughed, then offended, or engaged, then turn up the damn volume. Be sure to follow and catch us weeknights at 6.30 p.m. Pacific. All right, welcome back. And uh, get into the groove of things. Uh, go over a few uh, news stories and stuff like that. See what's popping on this Wonderful, wonderful Monday evening. Um, first story of the night, uh, one that I've been really wanting to get to for a while. And I'm not sure if I mentioned anything about it last Friday. But anyways, you know, the Olympics are coming up. Tokyo Olympics. And uh, people here in the United States, all the wonderful athletes are getting competing, trying to see, decide who the hell's going to be heading over to Tokyo. And then we have Gwen Berry. She's not, you know, Gwen is not interested in winning Olympic gold. She's not interested in winning anything. The only thing she gives us two shits about is going over to Tokyo and making a mockery out of the United States, a country that she despises, she doesn't like. So my question to you guys is, number one, why in the hell should we be allowing her to go represent a country she has disdain for? The Olympics what country? is uh, our country here in the United States. She is a hammer thrower. And uh, basically, from Yahoo Sports, a hammer thrower, Gwen Berry, thinks she was set up after an anthem played during her medal ceremony. Apparently, you know, she did not know that once you get, you know, a medal that they play the national anthem. And she's more of a social justice warrior than she is a, an athlete. And uh, anyways, the, the article comes from Yahoo Sports. Um, the American hammer thrower qualified for her second Olympics on Saturday with a throw of 241 feet and 2 inches. 
finishing third in the event behind Deanna Price and Brooke. All three will head to Tokyo. But the intrigue began when the trio took the podium for their medal ceremony. Unlike the Olympics, the national anthem is not played during ceremony, uh, medal ceremonies at the Olympic trials, but it was played at this particular moment. Anyways, Barry responded to the national anthem being played by turning away from the American flag and raising a T-shirt reading activist athlete over her face. Yeah. I, no, 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 uh, I'm not joking about it, folks. And, well, you know, yeah, yeah. I, to me, that is a disgrace to our society, and she by no means should be representing anybody here in the United States. And I think, you know, it's, you know, for all those woke folks, you know, because once you go woke, you go broke, um, you know, all of the wonderful vendors that support the Olympic athletes, Maybe it's about time to stop funding good. the athletes. Very good point. You're going to go ahead and support Olympic athletes who detest this country, who have hatred towards this country because it doesn't coincide with their their beliefs, their ideas. Because, who runs the Olympics? <laughs> well, the Olympics is all about competition, sports. It's about unity. It You're trying to unite the country. You know, not it unite the country, be. but, you know, a, a place where countries from all across the world can get together, compete, have a great time. It's not a place <laughs> for politics. And it's sure yeah, as but hell. But now it's just become a political platform. Right. It, but it's yep. sure as hell not a place for po- political uh, political platform. It's just like the NFL. People are not there. To see you fucking take a knee. We know they do not represent us at all, especially our values and the things in Stanford. That's ridiculous. Well, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm, it's, it's, uh, you know, I was kind of joking around last week about, well, I wonder how many athletes that are going to win in their respective sport. How many of these athletes are going to take a knee or put a fist in the air, uh, act like they're God or whatever the hell it is that they're trying to prove? Um, while the, or make uh, some kind of fashion statement with um, their national flag or, or whatever kind of outfit they're allowed to wear. Yeah. I mean, you might as well call the Olympics a fucking circus if, as far as I'm concerned because, like, like I just said, uh, no athlete that's going to disrespect the flag and the national anthem, I mean – if you ask her, she'll probably want you to play the Black National Anthem for her. I mean, wait, just wait until she makes that request. I, I don't know. I mean, it's just for me, from my perspective as an American, I, I've lost a lot of faith in these institutions that are so grandiose on the stage of the world. The Olympics, you know, what it used to mean, what it used to represent, uh, it, it, uh, what it stands for and what it is now, I, I don't have faith in it or these large institutions they, uh, seem too easily corrupted with money and it's it's just it's too much. I don't think it reflects what it used to. National pride. Do, do you, you know, do, do, do you believe though that these athletes should be allowed to display such disregard, such you know, a lack of respect? I don't think it's maybe their own decision to do it. I think maybe there's some behind the scenes that maybe. Why, why should they be allowing this to happen? 
who were they, who's on that, and how do they get in? Like, what's like, how does that stuff work? Is you mean? It, well, maybe. I don't know. It's like, well, if they're going to allow it to happen, my thoughts are let's abolish the United States Olympic Committee and start our own uh, Olympic Committee. So, how are they appointed? By us? Or uh, I am not one hundred percent sure. I haven't researched that, but uh, I'm sure by an I act of Congress should. we could uh, create a new Olympic Committee. Yeah, a new Congress. Yeah, or, no, we mean, need a new yeah. Congress first. <laughs> We can do it. Yeah, exactly. Kurt, are, are you uh, are, are you dismayed about the potential of this happening and uh, in an international circle? Or what about you, Eric? Do you think uh, you think uh, kind of a disgrace to our country? I, I think it's an absolute disgrace um, because, like you said, the Olympics were supposed to be uniting people. You know not injecting politics and and other social issues in there um because this is like a time when you know people need to be putting any personal likes or dislikes they have aside for the purpose of unity yeah but but it just seems like um the international olympic committee and the and and that national olympic committees that that send the athletes and then the and then, like the entities that that regulate certain like sporting events, whether it's the swimming, the track and field, or gymnastics, or what have you, um, is not not keeping athletes and and judges and and other people in check. Yeah, yeah, it's I agree it, with it, you. It's almost gotten to the point that 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 the Olympics have become a joke. Yeah, it's getting to be that way. That's for sure. Uh, Pert, what about uh, what are your thoughts? Uh, are you okay with a, an individual uh, displaying, you know, their hatred for their country, like uh, as such? Oh hell no! I mean, they're supposed to be representing our country, and that's supposed to be our pride to go out there, and we're going to let them go and do that and disrespect the country that they're supposed to be representing. I mean, I think it's a slap in the face to every American that wants to support or watch the Olympics. And if, if you support it, then I kind of got to question your uh, patriotism towards America. Yeah, I, I often wonder, you know, if President Maybe. Trump was still around, I'm sure he would have something to say to the United States Olympic Committee about this. Mm-hmm. And it, oh, he would be on, on the phone pushing so hard for the banning of that athlete. Yeah. yeah. At least this Olympic, if not, you know, lifetime ban. You know that. Biden's probably going to send them a commendation for it. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I him so he did that. And, and you know, I, I, I kind of find it very fitting that you have a brain-dead president who can't put together a full, complete sentence uh, that would get even a D in, a, in the English test, uh, that this is happening at the same time that we have a fool uh, as a leader of this nation when they go out and speak with international leaders. So, mm-hmm. you know, you put a president— Well, did you see the creepy— Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, you know, it's kind of fitting that we have on display in the International Committee a brain-dead leader, and now we're going to have basically a piece of trash American representing our country. Yeah, and and did you see the, speaking of Creepy Joe, did you see him answering the media, I think it was over the weekend, leaning over the podium and whispering his answers like a creepy old man? Yeah, he's starting to. He's starting to talk like this. Yeah. Oh my yeah, God! Let me tell you what I got yeah. for them. Oh, I got God. them a trillion. I mean, it was just 
Yeah, it's a it's secret. Screwy. It's secret. Don't tell me. I, I have to mention it. Yeah. my cake list. It's unbelievable. Yeah, no. Just I, between yeah, me and you, I'll tell you what we're gonna do. Yeah, we're gonna screw the American. <laughs> we're gonna screw the American people. Or, um, or does anybody remember <laughs> when um, Obama told uh, Dmitry Medvedev like, "Tell Vladdy I'll have more flexibility after the election." Back in 2012, um, it's almost like yeah. tell, tell the IOC president I'll have more flex- flexibility, you know, with these upcoming Olympics. Um, but I think a point or, or two I'd like to get across is. Since when has it become acceptable to reward failure? And and another another thing I'd probably bring up if you if you think these uh, these Olymp- Olympians are acting in a very unethical and unprofessional manner, I, I think the TV coverage is going to be be atrocious. Mark my words. Rounding third over in uh, the chat says they will. Uh, he he had made a uh, funny word to go. Unbelievable. Um, oh, Congressional Medal of Honor. I see that one. No, he said something about uh, lean, cl- lean closer so I can smell your hair. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I on earlier. Very good, bravo. That was, was uh, very well, very well done. Anyways, there was another thing that was said to me by Truth Justice Warrior over the weekend that I wanted to highlight. And you know how everybody says, "Oh, well, Biden is just another. This is just a third term of Obama." <laughs> There was a, an article from NowTheEndBegins.com, and uh, the headline is uh, Barack Obama says that Joe Biden is now, quote, finishing the job of Marxist wealth dis- redistribution and what amounts to his third term as president. The quote goes, I think, that we, I think that what we're seeing now is Joe and the administration are essentially finishing the job, he said in an interview with New York Times columnist Ezra Klein. Quote, and I think it'll be an interesting test. 90% of the folks who were in in there, excuse me, 90% of the folks who were there in my administration, they are they are continuing and building on the policies we talked about. That uh, Obama expressed his frustration that former President Donald Trump's administration interrupted his ability to get credit for the strength of the economy. So... I mean, it's all laid out, folks. I mean, you have Obama talking like that. You know that the president, as uh, Dementia Joe, as we call him, is basically the puppet to continue on Obama's the narrative that Obama wanted to get accomplished before Trump came in and disrupted the party. But uh, I saw that and I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, dude, Sean, I would take your call, but I cannot uh, because of Podbean uh, is having issues with our show. You can always call the studio line or over on the Discord. And uh, um, if you need an invite to the Discord server, Sean, just um, you you can message me on Discord, and I'm going to throw that in the chat. Or you can call seven zero two seven zero eight twenty eight fifty five. Either way is good. Um, let's get to yeah, the Olympics or compromise absolutely yeah the olympics don't watch the olympics i i don't think there's any gonna well, be any um, good that comes out of it to be honest with you they've I got the equity people... in their in their online their uh, uh usopc the team USA <laughs> website for the olympics the it's got diversity equity and inclusion are many faces of one team one mission in the olympics i i okay yep. time time, time yep. out on the show for a second Okay, I am sick and I'm tired, and I don't want to hear the word equity. 
No equity. Equity, all equity means is communism. The redistribution of your money to yes. minorities. Yes. That's all it is. Equity yep. is not good. Not good at all. They're compromised. Absolutely, they are. Right on their website. Sick, man. It's plain as day. If you look in the details, right e there. It's on their freaking... <laughs> equality, I'm all about. Equity, I'm not. E-Q-U-I-T-Y. If you want, I hope I'm reading it right. If you want equity, go, go uh, you know... Buy a house. Buy a, yeah, buy a house. Invest in the stock market. Exactly. Earns, oh, Good what was that? I think that was Mike. Ugh. Sorry. About sounds that. like Donald Duck farting. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you want, um, if you want equity out there, go invest your own damn money. Buy a house. Buy, buy into the stock market. Uh, don't be leeching off and begging for everybody else's damn money. All right. That's all I gotta say. Anyways. Let's. Uh, there was a. Uh, there was a funny. I, I. I. I'm hoping that this was funny. Pert sent this over to me today. Basically, how. Uh, <laughs> what was it? You. You sent me a a, a little video, of a, a cute little pooch because uh, you know they're defunding things. Oh yeah. They're defunding things all across our country, and apparently uh, people are not getting paid enough to be ambulance drivers, <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> but uh, for those of you on the D Live. Here's a nice little, uh, you know, this is going to be your new uh, paramedics in, in your communities here very shortly as, uh, you know, men and women in neighborhoods all across the country don't want to fund the police or firefighters or anything, anything, you know, that are trying to help people in society. Where's his little, there we go. We got to get, we got to get some of it. <laughs> I'll play that one more time for you. Sounds right, just about right. What the heck was that? That's the, that's the police, uh, the ambulance dog. I thought that was Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so cute though. I really enjoyed that. Come on, man. It's your cutback ambulance service. Yeah, the cutback ambulance. I can I can only wait what the police uh, the police officer is going to look like. <laughs> oh my goodness. That was good. Uh, the other one, uh, what was the other one? Here's the, here's your feel good uh, of of the uh, of the day, and basically this is a uh, a I believe it's a softball game, and this one gal yes. hit her first home run ever, but as she was rounding first base, she tore her ACL, and I don't know if you've ever torn an ACL or not, but you're not walking. We'll just put it that way, and according to the rules of their league that if her own teammates were able to assist her, she would be ruled as being out. So what the other team did, which I find very amazing, the other team that she's playing against, they got together and helped her around the bases. I mean, that right there, that's where we need to get back to in society, folks. Even if you're playing for the opposite team, come together. Unite, and uh, I just you know I think that's a, a hell of a that is a hell of a good feel story of the day, Pert. I don't think you would ever see a Dodgers do that for a Padre player, would you? Oh no, no, <laughs> no. They no. would they would probably go and just kick them even harder. <laughs> where was that at? Yeah. That where was that at? Uh, that was. I'm not sure. 
Well, it was uh, from WGN. Somewhere in America. Well, the WGN covered that. Now, I, you know, they're in Chicago, and we know what goes on in every weekend in Chicago. We won't, you know. But maybe what happened in well, Chicago. Well, then it was a miracle no one was shot on the field if it came out of Chicago. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, you know what? I almost made a statement, but it would have sounded very racist. <laughs> 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 he just shot a home run. Yeah, it was a home run, run and uh, <laughs> I think uh, I th- I just think there was a glorious moment. It, it's a it's nice. To see, second date. Well, it's nice to see that humanity is like still somewhat out there. Exactly. And mm-hmm. uh, I thought that was very nice. I did, and uh, you know I I appreciate that. Thank you for sending that. And if you ever, if anybody sees stuff like that that you'd like to uh, have displayed on the show, because we don't like to have it all, what is it, gloom, gloom, gloom and doom? Or, gloom and doom. Yeah, gloom and doom. Gloom and doom. Some JFK videos. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my gosh. Jeez, we got music, we got the dog barking. What else is going on? Come on, come on, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, speaking of doom and gloom, <laughs> um, another on, article, man. Mina Harris faces backlash after defending <laughs> teaching critical race theory in schools. And for those of you who do not know who the hell Mina Harris is, I'll give you two guesses. That's right. She is, um, she's related to... Worthless twit? Yeah, the worthless twit, uh, Kamala, otherwise known as Kamala. And she kind of got Camel things. Lama ding dong. Camel lama ding dong. Ding dong. Or um, camel toe or comma, 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 chameleon. <laughs> I like that one, too. I, I'm thinking more like comma, 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 kazi. Maybe. That's what we really need. <laughs> well, you can no longer call her not comma, comma, coming to the southern border, can you? No. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Good job, but um, basically, she was going off, and she's she's trying to tw- you know the, the media does a great job of twisting stories. So do the politicians, and apparently, Kamala has taught her niece to do the same. Anyways, uh, she came to the defense of critical race theory on Sunday in response to a tweet highlighting the story of Black NASA mathematician Katherine Johnson, and to make a long story short, Katherine Johnson did something or other to help out NASA to get John Glenn to the moon or wherever the hell he was going up in space. Mm-hmm. Does that kind of sum it up in a nutshell there, Pert? <laughs> yes, she was, she was a very integral part in the successful lunar missions. Right, and they went to the very. moon, right? So she was a very important person. And yes, moon. <laughs> moon, Cummings, moon. Moon. Anyway. <laughs> Um, her work, uh, yeah, her, so basically her, her work ensured that Glenn's flight was a success and marked a turning point in the space race between the U.S. and the Soviet Union. Anyways, the Twitter, the, the tweet that went out uh, was from John Cardillo. And basically it says, from mathematician Katherine Johnson's NASA bio, quote, if she says they're good, then I'm ready to go. And that's what John Glenn was quoted as saying. Glenn and other astronauts trusted her hand calculations more than the new computers, which were prone to error. And then it goes on to say, you've never heard of her. And then George Floyd has statues. 
And here's the wonderful woman that uh, helped a successful moon launching. So God bless her, and may she be resting in peace and all that good stuff. But Mina Harris, after seeing that tweet, went on to say, thank you for making such a compelling case for teaching critical race theory and black history in schools. Now, you might be thinking, wait a minute, because I sure as hell did. Can someone, can Kamala, can anybody please let Mina know that, you know, critical race theory is way, 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 way different than teaching history or black history. Black history is great. Oh, yeah. I think black history, all history should be taught. Now, critical race theory is not black history. Folks, critical race theory is to make one feel like a piece of crap because the color of their skin. It's discrimination is what it is. It's what the left wants to have happen. How is it that Mina is all about trying to make CRT and black history in schools such a great thing? Black history in schools, great. I agree. But is she uneducated? Yeah. I mean, I, I I don't know. I, I think I'm so. Trying, I'm trying to scratch my head about critical, this. Critical race theory. What does critical mean? The word critical. I mean, disapproving or uh, expressly giving judgment. You're you're expressing adverse or disapproving comments or judgment. I mean, it's in the name critical. Well, so that's the so that's the first part of it, right? But then again, the second mm -hmm. part of it is this. Oh fuck! Get back here. I don't know what happened. Here we go. Is basically, okay, you've never heard of her, but George Floyd has statues. Uh, I would give Katherine Johnson a statue in a heartbeat. Why George Floyd has yep. a, a statue, I have no idea. We, I guess we celebrate people who are criminals. Uh, we put statues of criminals up in our society now. Uh, going to be a hell of a lot of statues. Right, I, maybe you know what you know what it is, Pert. From now on, when, when you when you get released from prison, they have an artist go make sure they get a sketch of you so they can build a statue. <laughs> <laughs> they do a casting of you. Yeah, exactly. But then again, <laughs> as I'm thinking about that, I think that's hard to do because a lot of criminals these days, you don't get to see what they look like because you only see the results. Well, no, not only, oh, not, I, I think I know what's coming up. Not only that, but that is because if I, unbelievable, find it somewhere. There was another story I wanted to get to, which is missing. And uh, basically, it has to do, you know, we brought you a story of uh, the, the gal on the bus, right? Getting her hair burnt, uh, lit on fire by a, a douchebag. Uh, and how that guy, I haven't heard anything uh, regarding that. I mean, Nobody's going to be able to capture them because you couldn't see the person's face because they blurted it out. So, and there's another story that I have that uh, we have for you guys. I, I'm going to have to go back to the mailbox, the mailbag, and find it here. I know I highlighted it. There it is, Maryland, right? I did have it. Trump back. So I want, yes, it was DC. So I want you guys to take a look at this video. Uh, for those of you on the D Live, which I hope you guys are like getting on board with that. But take Rocket a look. Ship. 
took a look at this video. And uh, basically, for those who don't, you have a gal. She's getting out of her car, and she's got a two-year-old in, in, the, uh, in her vehicle. She's going out to pump some gas. And then you have some douchebag that's going to come right across your screen, hop in the front, the front seat of the car, and take off. Now, if you notice, you see this right here? They're blurring out the piece of crap. Why are we blurring out? Why are we protecting criminals? I don't care. I don't care. We don't have anything on DLive yet, slightly. Yeah, I was waiting. Thank you, Kurt. (laughs) I love you, Kurt. Thank you for letting me know. Uh, let's. Uh, I, was, I got about a three second delay. I let you know earlier. Let's let's switch over to that again. But as you're, I, watching, I'm blind, so maybe I can. Remember. As you're watching this, please tell me why are we protecting? There you go. Why are we protecting criminals? I don't care how old they are. They could be under eighteen. If you're going to be a criminal, if you have enough balls to create, a, you know, to commit a criminal offense, there's no protection for you. You're a criminal. And I like the way you put that. Why are we protecting criminals, not suspects, criminals? Right. That's not a suspect. Criminals are what? They're charged. They've been read their Miranda rights. They've already, it makes no sense. That is not, yeah, that is not a suspect. Well, this one hasn't because they haven't caught him. Right. He's not a suspect. He's a criminal. He's a criminal that needs to be. You're trying to find the guy? Hold on. They're still trying to find him? Oh, yeah. They're blowing their face out? Yeah. Well, what the well, he, and there was a two-year-old in the back seat. They abandoned the car later on. Yeah, they uh, later on they abandoned the car. The child is fine, thank God. But they they never found the guy to this moment that I know of. But why are we protecting the identity of said of said criminal? I mean, it, it, Where, what state was this in? Because they voted Democrat. This is in Maryland. Yes, it, it has to be a Democratic senator or someone in the demon rat. Uh, it, it wow. I, I, I don't get it. Um, wow. You know, I, I, I that's where we're at in society, though. It's uh, we're protecting criminals can get away from get away with anything. Um, Patriots in the media. Apparently, ahead of uh, President Trump's uh, rally, he had a fantastic rally. I hear uh, a lot of people showed oh, up in Ohio, up in Ohio, and apparently, uh, prior to his rally. Someone put <laughs> this on a light oh, bulb. Did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> and it says, attention Trump rally attendees. Please do not commit acts of violence and or riot, even if instructed to do so by Donald Trump. Thank you for your cooperation. <laughs> I thought that was cute. Oh, uh, you got to love that one. You think that sign was still there after it? Oh, China, Afterwards? China, Probably China, not. China, 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 China. <laughs> How many times did he say China in Ohio? Did he say, mention China much? China. I don't, I don't know if he did or not. Anyways. He said, like, uh, I think uh, five times. Five times? That's not bad. Yeah. Did he say that at this point in society, he'd probably rather be in China? <laughs> No, I think he was very <laughs> smart and said very little because we don't want to let them know too much. Oh, okay. Keep them on their toes. Very smart. Well, that's good. It's it's always keep, good to keep people on their toes, that's for sure. And then mm-hmm. uh, the last uh, story that I have, at least, well, I probably have more, but there's one other thing that's not an article I did want to talk about. But uh, the NYPD is hunting for Times Square shooters. Officials announced new plan to flood the area with more cops. 
And uh, New York City police are hunting for the gunman who opened fire in Titan Square, resulting in the shooting of an innocent bystander. As officials on Monday announced their plan to, quote, flood the crossroads of the world with more officers. I thought uh, New York wanted to defund officers, Pert. Are they having a change of heart now? Anyways, uh, they released new video of, a, of the gunman suspected of shooting the recent military college graduate and second lieutenant in the back as he was walking through bustling Times Square on Sunday evening. I haven't watched the video, so I don't know if they blurred out his face as well. But we'll find out. He was the second uh-huh. bystander to be shot in only weeks, according to NYPD. The uh, New York PD officials have said the gunfire was preceded by a dispute between the shooter and several other people. Authorities believe the man was struck by a ricocheting bullet. And uh, this is, uh, I think this is the video. Let's uh, see. It doesn't show much. But anyways, uh, oh, wow, Bert. They're actually showing the the photo, like a full entire body shot of this criminal. Yeah, they uh, forgot to blur it. Yeah, they, they did forget to blur it. Uh, it says, wanted for assault. Uh, do you know this guy? Uh, happened around 5.15 p.m. in the vicinity of 45th Street and 7th Avenue in Manhattan. The suspect char- discharged a firearm, striking a 21-year-old male bystander in the back. Wow. Well, that's... Uh, you know, how many people in chat honestly believe that if there was an anti-handgun law, he wouldn't have had that handgun? How many really think that? So, Pert, are you saying that if... It wouldn't matter. Are you saying that if there was gun laws prohibiting people to having a gun, are you saying that he probably would still have a gun? I, I am alluding to that, yes. Yeah, um, I would have to be 100% on board that no matter what, he would have a gun. Mm-hmm. I agree. One in the chat if you think he would still possess a handgun if guns were prohibited from being owned in the city of New York. Two, if you think he would be a law-abiding citizen and not be in possession of a gun if there were such laws. Okay. Wow, Mike thinks he would be a law-abiding citizen. Mike think really? Mike, did you get stung by those bees or what? Oh, my God. I am blonde, big-time blonde. Oh, one, yeah, one. I was going to (laughs) say... Uh, Sarmenti er, says, of course, he bought from the local trunk store. <laughs> <laughs> Better be careful, Sarmenti. That could be construed as being racist. <laughs> okay, yeah, and, so the and Beans and Weenie did point something out. New York City does have an anti-gun law because they've had NFL players get arrested for possession when they're in the nightclubs. Oh, so look, look at what kind of good that did. Yeah, yeah. Mike is uh, now hungry because you mentioned beans and weenies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I used to love Sorry, it. Mike. I used to make it all the time. Man. It was yep. the bomb. Yeah, beans. Uh, uh, I like the Boston baked beans, by the way. Uh, he didn't say black trunk story. Mod. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He didn't say black trunk. We're, we're close to Bush's baked beans here. Oh, Bush's baked beans is really good. Bush's, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. They're about an hour 15 away. Bushes, hour and a half, maybe. Bushes and weenies don't go together, though. Sorry. Anywho. With golden retriever hair in it, too. <laughs> Depends on your preference slightly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to take our second break. 
I know. We have to we have to pay the bills, even though the bills never get paid. We'll be right back. You're listening to Slightly on a Monday. I don't know what the hell that was. Enjoying yourselves? Then please be sure to follow the show on Popping and many of the other social media platforms, including Twitter at Slightly Serious, Instagram, and Facebook. Our podcasts are also available to download on many different platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Google Podcasts, and many more. All right. Welcome back. So there's one thing that I think a lot of people should be aware about because I think, you know, it's not happening yet in this country. I, I think it definitely could be coming soon. But up in Canada, and I don't know, I think we might have a, a couple listeners that are up in Canada. If we do, I would love to hear uh, their thoughts uh, If in regards to this. What's your daughter's thoughts on Canada, Canadian bacon, maple syrup, Celine Dion? Yeah, that's good stuff. Anyways, where I was going with this is up in Canada, you know, Trader Trudeau, their, their wonderful leader up there, he is trying, him and his government are trying to get a bill passed. It's called, uh, the bill is C-36, and I'm not sure if anybody's heard about it. Um, but basically, it's a bill that is will be a game changer, to be honest with you, and not in a good way either. Basically, it will change the laws in Canada that you could potentially be arrested for your emotions. If you have hateful emotions, they can come and arrest your ass. And what? Oh, yeah. That doesn't make sense. That Tom Cruise movie, the, the majority or whatever, where they arrest you for your thoughts before you act on them. I'm telling you, uh, it's, it's, <laughs> well, well, you have to be, you have to have hateful emotions towards somebody else, any group or person. Um, it doesn't necessarily. So what if yourself. you text, um, a mean emoji, well, is that enough? Uh, yeah, th- this includes online. Yes. I, I'm not joking. Yeah. So here, I'll read an article from you from Global News. The liberals have introduced a bill to tackle online hate by amending Canada's Criminal Code and Canadian Human Rights Act. Bill C-36 would allow a person to appear before a provincial court with the Attorney General's consent if the person fears that another will commit an offense, quote, motivated by bias, prejudice, or hate based on race, national or ethnic origin, language, color, religion, sex, age, mental or physical disability, sexual orientation, gender identity or expression, or any other similar factor. Similar factors, very broad. Hate is defined in the bill as, quote, the emotion that involves detestation or vilification and is stronger than dislike or disdain. End quote. Now, based on that definition, I would be, every single day, being an American citizen, I would be violating the law because of how I feel about Kamala Harris and Joe Biden and many other politicians. So I would be violating the Human Rights Act because I have emotions that are definitely more than dislike or disdain. (laughs) I'm just saying, I'm just being honest. But is that right that you could now be basically breaking the law because how your emotions are? 
What do you what do you think? It does go on to say that, but hatred is not incited solely because it, quote, discredits, humiliates, hurts, or offends. So just because you might be offended or I might humiliate you, that doesn't mean that, you know, I'm breaking the law. But it's very broad. It's very, very dangerous, though, in my opinion. And so uh, it's not going to be like a criminal, uh, a criminal offense, though. Now, the, the first penalty could be up to, I think it was $20,000. Now, if you... Oh, can, my God. Yeah. <laughs> 20 Gs. <laughs> so I hope you're rich if you're going to be uh, hating, hating on the government. Well, hopefully it's Canadian dollars, and it's not well, that it, bad. It might be. I don't, I don't know. Uh, the, the second time around is fifty grand. Yeah. And up to, uh, I think you have to do like 30 days or 60 days of something or other i forget uh i'll read a little bit more uh it is an admitted version of a controversial section that was repealed back in 2013 amid criticism that it violated free freedom of speech rights uh these changes are designed to target the most egregious and clear forms of hate speech that can lead to discrimination and violence that's what minister of justice and attorney general of canada david lametti said on wednesday they do not target simple expressions of dislike or disdain that pepper everyday discourses, especially online. Lametti said that the bill would improve the complaints process for victims of hate by allowing them to file a formal complaint with the Canadian Human Rights Commission. Would, uh, would also allow anyone to take action if they experience hate online. Online hate is a reality. C-36 is an important first step to making our online public square as safe as the public square we walk every day. Lemony said that the bill would provide an avenue to reach those at high risk of being radicalized and assured that he would, quote, never play politics with our national security. And uh, the bill was introduced after the House of Commons adjourned for the summer. Uh, but Lemony said that the government is, quote, very much committed to it, and it will be reintroduced if the liberals remain in power after the potential fall election. Um, obviously the conservatives are very much against this. Uh, I don't think it will, will pass, but just for the simple fact that something like that is being talked about, potentially being a law, uh, and you could be penalized for what your emotions are. Last I checked, you should be, you should have the free will to feel however the hell you'd like, whether it's accepted by society. I think that's a different story. I think if you play out on those emotions, I think there's consequences, but there should not be consequences for emotions that you feel. Why should you be penalized for how you feel? Anybody? Do you feel that you should? I don't know how you can enforce it. And think of all the brothers and sisters that would get arrested for it then, because look at how brothers and sisters fight all the time and say mean things to each other. Yeah. I, I don't see how they can even make this thing work. Well, the other thing. Well, the other thing I was thinking was, well, what about well, critical race theory? That's hate. That's hate speech right there. They'd be violent. The government. Yep. Our, our own, our our own government would be committing crime <laughs> by uh, letting uh, critical race theory occur because that's that's hateful towards white people. 
But yeah, I, I thought I would bring that to the table. I thought that was very interesting. Oh, that that would be exempt. Yes, uh, Sarmini said they would exempt that. That's okay. Yeah, that's kind of like how it is right now. It's but okay. James, let me ask you that: that's across all provinces, or just certain ones? That is very vague. Uh, I would think that it it just says. Do you know grad one? All I know is it says that it would change all. Canada's federal. Federal, yeah, all. Are, is, well, grad, it, is wow. grad one? You're you're up there in Canada, right? I think Canada. not for much longer, according to what he's yeah. saying. Um, yeah. I know. I know. Other than Grad One, other Podbean friends of ours like Tony Vino and Glenn and Cha Cha. I mean, that they would probably be familiar with this for sure. But had had something like this happened here, um, if if, if we had a law like that here, that that wouldn't fly. Hell no. Well, with 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 current uh, with the current uh, weather forecasts of our of our government, I wouldn't be surprised, Eric. I definitely, uh, I, I don't, uh, I wouldn't put it past them at this point. Yeah. I really wouldn't. Sarmenti brings up a good point there. Sarmenti. Uh, so what, what their military has to say, they love the guy they are blowing away. Yeah. They might have to say that, Hey, we loved you, but we, we have to do what we got to do. <laughs> the, um, Canada doesn't have any military. Yeah. Grad one. Yeah. Yeah, they got, I don't think they have a military. They got RCMP. RCMP's close enough for them. They have no United military in, in Canada? Yeah, I don't think they have a... They do have military. Unbelievable. They have oh, cop, yeah. Is, is, Canada, is Canada that bad off to where they don't have to worry about anybody invading them? So they're like, hell, we don't need military. If they have no right to guns, that's the thing. If you disarm a nation or a people, they are unable to defend themselves because they can't fight kinetically the same way they can. You know, that's why we cannot. No way, man. <laughs> yeah, Good luck in Florida. Hmm. I don't well, hey, we, we could tell the uh, Native Americans that are still here, hey, we got a country for you just north of the border. Sure, you could overtake it with just bows and arrows. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the survival of the fittest, the, the law of the jungle, I don't know what you want to call that one, but yeah. Yeah. So, well, uh, last story. Uh, transgender student wins as <laughs> U.S. Supreme Court re rebuffs the bathroom appeal. Uh, the U.S. Supreme Court on Monday declined to take up a major transgender rights case, leaving in place a lower court's ruling that a Virginia public school board acted unlawfully in preventing a transgender student from using a bathroom at his high school that corresponded with his gender identity. Uh, justices opted not to hear the Gloucester County School Board's appeal of a 2020 ruling by the Richmond-based 4th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals that transgender student Gavin Grimm is protected under the federal law that bars sex discrimination in education, known as Title IX and the U.S. Constitution's requirement that people be treated equally under the law. The 4th Circuit ruling does not set a national legal precedent, uh, the Supreme Court's decision to reject the appeal uh, represents a victory for Grimm, who sued the school board in 2015 after officials at public high school refused to allow him to use the boys' bathroom. Wait a minute. Isn't so? I'm I'm, I'm guessing that Gavin is not a, a boy. 
Okay. I don't know. I thought it was the other way around, but that's what it sounds like now. Yeah, I thought so too. The Supreme Court previously took up the case in 2016, but didn't issue a, a ruling and send it back to the lower courts. And uh, apparently Grimm is excited, saying, we won. I have nothing more to say, but thank you, thank you, thank you. Honored to be part of this victory. Uh, the brief court order noted that conservative justices Clarence Thomas and Samuel Alito would have taken up the case. Uh, Joe Biden's administration reversing the position taken by the government under his president, Donald Trump, said on June 16th that Title IX protects both gender identity and sexual orientation. The administration has not said specifically how that applies to school bathroom access. Grimm began attending high school in September of 2014. Well, if he's still in high school, there's problems. <laughs> I'm just saying. Anyways, with the school's <laughs> permission, Grimm used the boys' bathroom for about seven weeks without incident. Oh, my God. Maybe you should just, you know, if you're confused on which bathroom you can use, maybe you should just hold it and wait till you get home. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm uh, I'm over the entire. Hey, at this point, just have a bathroom. Otherwise, if you bring a clown into your house and entertain him, he will continue to be a clown. Kick him out of your house, and he will not won't be a bother. Well, he's quit entertaining these things. It's crazy. Uh, well, I mean, just have bathrooms for people. I don't. I know. It's, people it's, do need to, to know about this crazy chick. And you know, I don't watch the news very much. And you know that kind of you know that that uh, transgender uh, cake ba- baking thing. You know, we talked about a couple weeks ago. I haven't heard uh, any any movement in that, but it's just like that. It's like if you are go if you go to a baker and say I want a cake, <laughs> and they don't want to bake you a cake, go to another baker. It's simple as fat as that. Stop you making bank. Go to a bank. No, a baker. Like people oh. that bake cakes, you know, kind of like baking marijuana or whatever else people like to bake. Um, but stop making yourself the victim. Move on in life. What's the point of being the victim? That's the biggest problem that we have in our society. Instead of, like I said earlier in the show, there's been people that have come from nothing, that have gone on to be successful in life, and they've actually helped other people become successful. The reason why is they did not let them allow themselves to be a victim. The people that are stirring shit in our society that are trying to, I don't know, turn society into communism and our government into communism, it's because everyone wants to play the victim. Stop being a victim. Go out and do what's best for you and your family. You're not owed a damn thing in life. You're not, you owed, know, you're not owed health care. You're not owed a job. You're not owed anything except respect, in my opinion. Agreed. Um, and I happen to think of, you know, like President Kennedy in his inauguration speech when he uttered those famous words, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Yeah, Exactly. It's, and and the, and those were some very powerful words back in in his day. Yeah, that they that they were, and I think they're still true. They still ring true today. Um, I I don't know what else to say. It's just anything you hear, you know, especially you know the the whole this whole critical race theory, the whole, I mean, anything, any anything from 
I mean, take... I, I, I just don't know what it is. I, I struggle to understand. I mean, maybe, you know, even, even if you want to try to bring it up as far as like LGBT and all the other letters of the alphabet that we like to joke around about. You know, I've never had an issue. Okay, maybe you say, oh, that's because you're not flamboyant, you're not feminine, you don't have, you know, people don't can't tell that you're gay. So you've never experienced it. But I've, exp I've experienced, I have experienced other things in my life. I've experienced rejection from jobs. But you don't allow that to hold you down. You continue your path. You don't sit there and say, oh, poor me, poor me. I deserve this, and I expect this. Because I'm just going to laugh in your face. If you want help to get somewhere, that's a different story. That's not asking for a handout. That's not saying that you're owed anything. But, but I have a big problem, and I think many Americans in this country have big problems for the few, and like I said, I think what we're experiencing right now, oops, what we're experiencing right now in society with CRT and everything else, it's a very small percentage of people, in my opinion. Their voices are loud, and they're being echoed by politicians. Don't, mm -hmm. don't allow that to take over the narrative don't allow that to don't allow that to be the voice of this country because it's not if you want to be a yeah one second let me finish up if you want to be the type of douchebag that wants to go and be a social social justice warrior in Tokyo maybe rethink that maybe you're the problem in our society and not a part of the solution. Go ahead, uh, Mike. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. There we go. Mm -hmm. Very well said. Very well done. Spoken like a true Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, but the one thing we would probably say about Kennedy is, um, you know, he probably would not even recognize today's Democrat Party, um, much like, you know, Reagan would probably not even recognize today's Republican Party, even though Trump had tried to make efforts to, to return to it to its former glory. But um, but the way the 2020 election went, um, that, that certainly wasn't the case. Well, you you know what we didn't we didn't go over this, and maybe we'll get into this tomorrow. But you know, Nancy Pelosi, she might be having to fear the Orange Man because word has it that, that mm -hmm. Orange Man might be seeking to become the new Speaker of the House come twenty twenty two. Yeah. So you know what, slightly. Yeah. That one of the one of the things that that said was you know you don't have to live in the area you're representing, which myself I think is a big mistake, but it talks about that he would have trouble because the democratic party in that area leads by eight points. Well, my Lord, how many points was the democratic party ahead in the last election when Trump got elected president? 
Right. And, and well, I mean, they didn't learn anything by polls. Well, and not only that, but how many legitimate votes were counted last election? <laughs> yeah. Well, but I, I mean, when Trump won his presidency, look at, look at how favored Clinton was in that. Right. That was by more than eight points, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it definitely was. Um, it was like, <laughs> hey, Trump, quiet. <laughs> there. <laughs> See, that's, that's one of but, the beauties I can know with that. But it was double digit, I think, wasn't it? That she was ahead. Yes, it was. I think I want to say like twelve. Was it twelve? Yeah. yeah, and that was before he proved himself. Now that he's proved himself, they're saying, "Oh, well, this Democratic Party leads us by eight points over the Republicans." Big freaking whoop de doo. Trump's probably salivating looking at that number. Oh yeah, I, I wouldn't. If I'm Trump, I'm not worried about what any poll says. No, no, not at all. But we'll get into that. We'll get into that a little bit more tomorrow, uh, along with many other subjects. But, um, uh, for right now, Mexican word of the day and um, some some good shows coming up on Podbean. All right. Well, go ahead. Uh, if you want to uh, do uh, some Podbean. Uh, stuff. Well, um, you know, coming up tomorrow on Podbean Live and like in the morning, you'll probably have names like Ralph and Freedom Warrior and, and the old man's podcast with Dean Joe and Eric, of course. And then tomorrow afternoon, Mike Tampa Bay will be live in episode number two of the Boundary series featuring Dina Joe, of course, which should be a good show, and I plan to be there for that. And, and of course, our tri- trivia game tomorrow evening, of course, which should be fun. Um, is Pertley still going to defend defend his um first place win streak, or it, or is somebody like Sarmenti or Cummings or Mike going to try to dethrone him? And then, of course, Cummings should be doing a show again Wednesday, and of course, many more shows coming up later in the week. All right. Thank you for that, Eric. And uh, today, our Mexican word of the day. And, and you guys have to remind me if I, we've done the word of the day before. But tonight, we plan on having it be the word library. Have we done library yet? Don't think we have. Uh, okay. Don't think so. All right. Should be an interesting one. It, it should. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see you 1 to 10 how it goes, but we'll see. I can always tell when my son is lying to me. He doesn't lie very good. (laughs) (laughs) It's cute. It's clean. I thought it was cute. Yeah. Well, I. It's a dad joke. It's a dad joke. Yeah, exactly. We have to be. uh, Well, we don't have to be politically correct. We were joking. Anyways, uh, thanks for tuning in tonight. Um, Make sure you uh, email your your folks, find folks over at podbean.com. Let Mm -hmm. them know how pissed off you are because they can't get their shit correct. And allowing us to take phone calls over the, you know, on the show here on Podbean. Otherwise, uh, make sure you check us out over on Twitter at Slightly Serious. Make sure you also go over to D Live because that's where it's happening. I think tomorrow mm-hmm. we're going to uh, drop some lemons, share some love over at the uh, D Live, or to our folks over there. And I don't know. I think those are the only two I want to promote. And make sure you uh, check out. I, I promise you that we'll have new content within the next couple of days on uh, slightlyshow.com. I have a, oh I'm, work, I'm, I'm working on a new editorial uh, that it's taking a little time, but I, I always want to make sure I give you good, solid content and no fake news. So check that out as well. Otherwise, be kind to one another. Have respect like I know most of you do. And get involved and know what the hell's going on in your communities. I'll see you guys tomorrow night, 9.30 Eastern Time. Until then... Have a fantastico rest of your night. Good night, everybody. Good night, all.
Love you and God bless you. Thanks for listening to tonight's show. Not all content is endorsed by Slightly. However, if you'd like to contact me for any reason, email us over at slightlyseriousshow at gmail.com or hit us up on social media. Don't forget to share the show and help us grow our audience. And remember, we mean that in the most serious way. Until the next time, good night, everybody. And remember, I love you and I love your show. Now, when I play the music on there, it's not as loud as the other. Um, this sounds fine. Um, and I just saw where Robert entered the studios for wrapping up. But the thing about Robert is, is if he's got a call into the this show, he, he won't be able to do it through the Podbean app. But he's got the studio number if he wants to call us, like when we do trivia tomorrow night. Sounds good. I gotta um, I hope if he's still here. All right. Well, I'm gonna get going. Um, uh, Big Sexy's not feeling very well. I just uh, saw a text, so I'm gonna go check out what's going on with him. I'll keep the music on here for a little bit. But uh, other than that, I will not be hearing what's going on. So You'll probably be back in a couple minutes to, to shut everything off. Yes, I'll be back shortly. Skipping. If Robert's trying to call, um, you know, Slap is not where he can take the call, but.
but we'll be back on again tomorrow night as always. Well, it looks like the music is over. <clears throat> Will do, Robert. I'll eat seafood, but but slightly is not a seafood eater, Mike. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I made you jealous Friday night, did I, Mike? <laughs> yeah. 
Don't let Slightly see that part. Well, we're almost at 300,000 engagement points um, if that number hasn't already went up even more. Hopefully we can end the month of June with the passing 300,000. You're misspelling Sherbet Mike. <laughs> that's that's some good thinking, Sermenti. I don't have any ice cream in the freezer right now, but I do have the Chobani flip yogurts in the fridge. <laughs> right, Pert? Oh, Big Sexy's all right. All right, I'm going to have to get going. Uh, he's not feeling very well, so I hope you guys all have a good night. So don't know if you have to take him to the emergency room if he's... No, not that bad. Just weak and all right. not feeling well. Well, you're about to go ahead and end the Podbean stream and the video stream, and then probably about to go ahead and end that Zoom call. I think Pertwee's already left. Yeah, I'll go ahead and do that right now. I'll see well, you. I'll see y'all tomorrow night. Sounds good. Um, and Robert mentioned that his grandmother has got COVID, so keep him in prayers. Will do. i sorry to hear that. Um, I'm sure you'll probably talk to him on the phone later, and I'm sure Lady Me probably already knows um, if she hasn't already been told. 
All right. Well, we'll keep uh, keep Grandma in our prayers and all that, and uh, I'll give you guys an update on Big Sexy as well, and uh, hopefully everyone has a good night. All right, then. Good night, everybody. Bye now.